0: This is Nell and welcome to my podcast. And this is our episode number 2 of our podcast. At um, thank you nga pala sa parikinig. At uh, you can listen to my podcast dito sa Spotify. And we are going to discuss about the... Ninth edition of Fundamentals of Organizational Communication Knowledge, Sensitivity, Skills, Values by Pamela S. Shockley Zalabak Let's move on. Well, in Chapter 1, we're going to discuss about the Organizational Communication A Competency-Based Approach In here, we're going to discuss about this yes, for a while, we're going to the chapter 1. Developing Competencies Through Knowledge In Knowledge, Describing Communication in the Information world, Defining and Describing Communication Competency Defining and Describing the Human Communication Process identifying descriptions of organizations surveying definitions of organization communication then sensitivity understanding communication is a key to organizational excellence developing awareness of our personal communication competencies understanding human communication as attempting to create shared realities shared meanings distinguishing among interpersonal small group and organizational communication third is the skills assessing personal development needs and practicing analysis capabilities and lastly The values, understanding communication competency as a personal and organizational need, clarifying a contemporary good communicator team, understanding communication as fundamental to the process of organizing and evaluating communication for ethics and effectiveness. So those are the developing competencies through knowledge, sensitivity, skills, and values. Let's move on the changing nature of organizations and work. We are in one of the more turbulent periods in history. This statement is not profound, but is real nevertheless. Our 21st century world is more complex, and the knowledge we bring to bear on our problems often adds to confusion and disagreement. We have unprecedented opportunities and unprecedented problems. Most of us seek a firm direction that is outmoded. Uncertainty and change have become the norm. We need new thinking, new criticisms, new knowledge, new approaches and new understandings, creativity and innovation are more important than ever. Nowhere is the current turbulence more evident than in contemporary organizations. Increased economic pressures, globalization, rapidly diversifying employee and customer bases. Changing technology to societal needs, an increasing awareness of organizational relationships to society in general, and a host of other factors contribute to new organization types. New relationships between organizations and employees, and a growing acknowledgement of the complexity of all organizational life. The virtual organization, e-commerce, high-performing teams, contract employment, increased contact with a culturally diverse world, and home-based work are but a few of the changes with impacts on interpersonal relationships, group interactions, management and leadership, personal and professional ethics, time management, and non-work life. What many have called the old social contract, mutual loyalty and support between employees and their employers, has been replaced by frequent shifts from one employer to another increase global competition, downsizing in workforces, part-time employment, flatter organizations, and the generally changing relationships between management and workers. Critics of the changing nature of our work lives call for increased workplace democracy, whereas its advocates defend changes as necessary for survival so that's the changing nature of organizations and work so let's move on to the challenges for individuals and organizations the environments individuals and organizations encounter are complex fragile turbulent and uncertain The opportunities for innovation and change are enormous. J.F. Richards, 2002, describes the challenges individuals and organizational face as problems of sharing our planet, our humanity, and a global rulebook. Richard identifies global warming Biodiversity, deforestation, poverty, education, the digital divide, e-commerce rules, international labor and migration rules, the global financial architecture, and several other problems as issues, so pressing they must be addressed in the next 20 years by individuals. And organizations including for-profit, not-for-profit, governmental, and educational institutions. War, terrorism, global warming, and accelerating rates of change add to what appears to be a growing list Individuals and organizations experience increasingly diverse environments characterized by age, gender, race, social class, and cultural differences. For individuals, the requirement to continually learn and build new competencies has never been greater individuals continually face challenges between complex organization requirements in personal and family life individuals and organizations are asked to engage these challenges and differences to create opportunities generate innovation and contribute to productive change Now let's move on to the communications era, regardless of the position taken about the changing nature of organizations and work, few disagree the communications era surrounds us. We live, work, and play in complex communications environments. Sophisticated communications technologies have changed the way we do everything. The rapid development and use of communications technologies have contributed to individuals, organizations, and the entire world becoming more interconnected than at any previous point in human history. All of us are experiencing a unique time in history with two unprecedented shifts, globalization and the nature of innovation, driving changes impacting all aspects of our lives. Innovation can occur anywhere and participation in the creation of new products and processes is no longer limited to superpowers and highly developed countries. The United States of America, Japan, Germany, and the United Kingdom have all seen white collar jobs move to countries such as India, China, and Russia. Millions of routine jobs have disappeared, while new and more stimulating jobs requiring communications expertise are created with more than half of America's workforce in gross national products in knowledge industries virtually all agree we are in a post-industrial information society, moving to a conceptual age Daniel Pink 2005 who describes the shift From the information to the conceptual age suggests, the future belongs to a very different kind of person with a very different kind of mind, creators and empathizers, pattern recognizers and meaning makers. These people the artists inventors designers storytellers caregivers consolers big picture thinkers will now reap society's richest rewards and share its great joys page one thomas friedman 2006 believes we are now connecting all the knowledge centers on the planet together into a single global network which, if politics and terrorism do not get in the way, could usher in an amazing era of prosperity, innovation, and collaboration by companies, communities, and individuals. Information society is an environment in which more jobs create, process, or distribute information than directly produce goods. The environment is characterized by mass production of information, which requires the constant learning of new activities and processes. Conceptual age This is the environment in which inventive, empathic, big-picture capabilities are required for the most fulfilling jobs, written and oral communication, inquiry, critical and creative thinking, quantitative literacy, cultural knowledge, teamwork, synthesis of learning and strong personal ethics are highly valued as an individual you are likely to spend most of your working life employed in a knowledge information or a conceptual job you are more likely to create you are more likely to create process or distribute information than you are to be directly involved in the production of goods. There is a greater need for salespeople, teachers, lawyers, financial analysts, media producers, bankers, consultants, scientists, engineers, doctors, architects, writers, information managers, editors, and social workers, and a decreased need for manufacturing assembly workers (laughs) service support workers miners tool makers machinists builders and welders one of the most important characteristics of the communications era is the rapid change associated with mass production of information change requiring us all to be constantly involved in the learning of new activities and processes. Most of us have already experienced rapid change brought about by new technologies. For example, although checks can still be written by hand, many of us pay our bills online or with plastic cards and use computer terminals To deposit money in or without or in withdraw money from our bank accounts, we can still go to the movies or we can bring movies to our homes through this satellites and internet connections. We can write letters and memos to send through regular mail, or we can use sophisticated electronic systems to send and receive all types of correspondence and files rapidly. We use our cellular phones for talk, for talking with others, but also as our web connections, cameras, both still and video, instant messaging devices, Calculators, clock, email, processors, televisions, and a host of other functions. Social networking of all types increasingly is prevalent in both our personal and organizational environments. Fiber optic connections, wireless networks, and global communications and computer networks have literally changed the ways in which we do research, changed those with whom we can stay in constant contact, and altered notions of time and space. We are connected daily with both close friends and strangers. Most students reading this book are in traditional classrooms with live instructors. For some students now and for more in the future however, live means that the instructor is located at a remote site equipped with audio, video and computer interconnects supported by ebooks. Convergence is the term of the day with computing, wireless technologies and more traditional media such as television converging into integrated tools for work, school, family and leisure environments. We have so much information that for individuals and organizations. The challenge is how to deal with our information alternatives. This daily increase in information based on innovations in communications and computer technology brings with it rapid change in activities, processes, and products. Workers in the communications era of microelectronics, computers, and telecommunications have abundance of information for decision-making and a growing concern for information overload. Research suggests virtually all knowledge workers use email and voicemail with use of mobile phones, conference calls, corporate internet intranets, IM or text messaging, corporate websites, information portals, and corporate extranets commonplace. Social media have become a cultural phenomenon in all aspects of our lives. We are connected around the clock. As work and personal time merge for many. We can routinely communicate we can routinely communicate across both geographic and organizational levels. It is not usual for example for employees of an organization in Boston to interact with other counterparts in Los Angeles whom they have never met, while both groups prepare a portion of a single report or recommendation. And for a growing number of individuals, this report can be generated without ever leaving their homes as they telecommute with automated home workstations to offices around the globe. The complexity of all organizational life and the rapid increase in communications technologies place increasing demands on our individual communications abilities. These demands are best met with the perspective that becoming and staying competent is an ongoing process requiring lifelong learning. So that's all for now. And on the next um, podcast, we will discuss the communication, the key to organizational excellence. So, um, allow me to reintroduce myself. This is Neil Castillo and um, again, welcome to my podcast. Thank you for listening and see you on the next podcast. Bye for now.